Episode 130 of the Morgan Official Corpse Feed Podcast, and I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face, and with me always is Mr. Nick Valdez. Tex, how are you, man? How are you doing today? Oh, man. Howdy, everybody. Howdy, Arturo. Uh, unfortunately, we do have to start off on some bad news this week. We are mourning the loss of one of the biggest icons in voice acting and performing, and you know, we lost to Batman, uh, Kevin Conroy, who has passed away. Uh, you know, after long bouts of fighting with, uh, cancer and terrible shit like that. So, um, it sucks. It's, that's a big yeah. one, you know, for, yeah. for like, I, um, and I know it, you're in that same boat, right? Where it's like, we, we, we grew, grew up, up with, with that voice. Guy. Yeah. Legit. We yeah. grew up with that voice since, uh, the, you know, the dawn of the Batman animated series, um, uh, show back in the day on WB. And ever since then, he's been pretty much the voice of Batman and in anything animated that, that there has to be, uh, on television or on um, on VOD on all that stuff, he was he was Batman, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, they you know they Batman. grabbed yeah. a couple of you know upscale names sometimes for their animated movies, but they always came back to Mr. Conroy all the time, all the time because that's that was just the voice. And then uh, just like Mark Hamill did with the Joker, you know, like that just became batman you know and um it really sucks man it sucks he was young um he had a lot of time left to give if, if there was for him you know it really does suck yeah, though man you know what fuck cancer seriously yeah um, it, it sucks yeah. it's just it really does terrible suck. it's a terrible situation and you know we send our condolences our thoughts and our love to you know his friends family and loved ones at this time it's it's a tough time you know so go check out some batman animated stuff Check out Conroy's performances, you know, and just kind of celebrate the the legacy he left behind, right? So, yeah, yeah. and yeah, moving on yeah. to more more brighter notes, uh, our coming attractions. You know, we we are in the fall season, everybody. Uh, we we got through all the horror stuff. We took a little break before getting into like the winding down the rest of the year. So, you know, the releases are slowing down. But at the same time, this is when we're starting to think about the, you know, wrapping up the year, right? We're like, okay, yeah, here, yeah correct. You're uh, the last couple of contenders to be like, oh, okay, is this going to be a best of the year? Is this going to be, yeah, you know, exactly, exactly. The releases are slowing down, but now we're getting a bit more um, upscale releases um, in yeah. terms of, uh, you know, studio and people running for Oscars and, and all this stuff. So, um, yeah. you know, hopefully yeah. that brings uh, quality stuff, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Th- that being said, so, Tex, um, uh, first up on our coming attractions uh, today um, is uh, one that I'm, I'm surprised they continued, but I, of course they would because it brings in the money. Uh, John Wick 4 is coming out yes. uh, in 2023, um, spring 2023, yes. I believe. And uh, I haven't seen the entirety of John Wick 3 itself, but um, John right. Wick 4 looks pretty cool um in in terms of the the take it's taking uh, in terms of the take that it's um it's using it looks a little bit 
different this time in terms of um, um see that's the other thing be, i don't think because, so i <laughs> i disagree completely it looks more yeah. f- like a game is he like playing a death game or something or what's I, going on that's probably what it is it's probably like set up to be like a if you're hunting you got to be hunted this way or something like that but like that's also what part three was he was being hunted Same by shit. everybody it was. yeah, yeah it was. so I, now it's I like that's why it's now it's watched. like yeah now he's got to be hunted by one guy or he's got to kill one guy in like a singles combat i believe that's what they said so they are you know maybe it is setting up as more of like a gamified thing but at the same time, though, Arturo, I disagree that it looks any different. I'm watching this trailer. It looks cool. Chapter four, you know, every, everybody who's into it, go see it, you know, do all that. But like after part three, I was done. After part two, I was done. After the after first part one, one, I was, I was done. done. Yeah. Because so. it's, it's something that honestly, it should have been like, um, like a boondock saints kind of thing. I'm not a big fan of boondock saints, but it was one of those movies that lived in like this cult like air yeah. for the longest the, time it would have been dope if john wick Boondog one just States. stayed at that like john wick i wish it just stayed at one i don't i hate the fact that like it's at four now <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's blown up to be this huge thing that it, it honestly shouldn't have been and each movie you know they're doing all these stunts and like good for keanu reeves it's one of those things where it's like you know um in the very same way that, you know, we gave leeway to like Schwarzenegger and Stallone to do all that wild stuff in the eighties, just do a bunch of rando movies, right? I give John Wick the same kind of, like, I give Keanu the same kind of leeway where it's like, if you're making these, they're still making money. They're still paying you to do these, then do them, you know? So I, I give them all the credit in the world, keep them, doing right? what you're doing it. You know, I might not go see it in the theater. I might, you know, we'll, we'll see where we're at next year, but um, it's just, you know, it, it's not super exciting to me. It, it, yeah. It's not. So uh, you know what's funny too, because um, uh, before we, we move on uh, just a quick, a Keanu thing, like uh, he's super interested in like all these like martial arts stuff. Um, and I've seen some of the other like stuff uh, that he's done on the side, which I think, Hey, you know, Keanu just, you know, I know you're doing this John Wick stuff, but it'd be cool to see a bit more of that original like martial arts things. He 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 yeah, was in, in this Netflix movie where he was like the final boss. I forgot what the yeah, name of it, man. It was uh, Man of Man of Tai Chi. So uh, yes. that one that one was his experiment, and you know it didn't go anywhere. So now now he's doing four John Wick movies, and like Listen, there's a lot worse on Netflix, so. And then in that in that same vein too, that's also one of those things where um, he does a lot of these side projects out of nowhere that he just kind of signs on for, like Toy Story. Uh, he was <laughs> in that uh, super super pets movie. He was he was in um, Ali Wong romantic comedy. He was in there for like a second in that Netflix movie, and he's also like coming back in a new Constantine. Like they're they're going to do a new Constantine sequel with him. Yes, in it. they are. So, they are actually, and that's so that's, that's the thing. Why. It, it's it's just one of those things. I guess it's like you keep plugging out John Wicks and you can do whatever you want. So you know, good for good for Keanu Reeves. Glad he's having like this little booming career. These movies themselves, I'm like, okay, I'm good. <laughs> Enjoy yourself. You know, what do you we'll think of uh, of of him coming back as Constantine? Tex, like um the whole of the whole idea, like um oh, being that- I don't mind that at all. Yeah. We spoke in DC in the past, and, and this is a DC property. It's it's kind of uh, surprising. It, it, it's another one of those uh, surprising, you know, uh, green lights that uh, that right. Warner Brothers gave out, right? Um, yeah. So we'll I'm see, just curious we'll where that, that fits goes. in the whole. Gra- yeah, yeah. 
I'm curious about that because I was a fan. So yeah, now that James Gunn is like uh, overseeing everything and Peter Safra too. So it's like, we'll see if they're still going to do that Constantine. They probably should, you know, like now's the time to like bring it back and be like, oh, yeah. it also exists in the same universe as like whatever is going on. Right. So it's, that's not that hard to do. So we'll, we'll see where that goes. I could imagine a worse, like a, a worse Justice League dark to hinge somebody on, you know, like True. it's like, yeah. oh, Keanu, Keanu is like a, you know, the Constantine for like a team like a justice league dark movie or whatever i can see that working put him with That's like some point, other yeah. you know so like it, it it'd be smart to just roll with it that way like why not right like yeah exactly but what do we have to lose <laughs> yeah. yeah at this point right at this point especially <laughs> yeah. how james gunn treats his characters and how he likes to um just put you know stuff on screen that's very visually attractive and that's all there for him now especially with the uh, you know stories that Constantine brings with him and all the characters right. and all the colorful kind of you know environments that he's in he can do his own like little you know Doctor Strange or Jace kind of uh ambiance environment horror Good. kind of DC thing so um, why, yeah. why not right why not yeah I bet, Shit, yeah bet why not Keanu- um I bet Keanu would be down for it, right? So why not? So moving on, uh, speaking of wild and mystical stuff, uh, Wendell and Wild, uh, the Henry Silek movie, who Henry Silek directed Nightmare Before Christmas, famously, but you know Tim Burton always gets the credit for it because he, <laughs> he has the name stamped on it, you know. But yeah, but Silek, who he is the one who uh, Silek is the one who directed the movie, you know, created like directed Coraline and like a bunch of other good stuff since then, and uh. You you haven't had a chance to see it, right, Arturo? Like, um, no, I haven't had the opportunity, no. unfortunately. But uh, uh, Tex, uh, wait for it, pay for it, uh, stay away from it. It's a wait for you. it. Yeah, okay. it's a wait for it. Yeah, like it's it's on Netflix. Uh, go check it out if you want. Also, if you don't see it. I don't, hmm, it's tough because it's stop motion, it's a stop motion animation movie where it's like, it's yeah. not, it's for kids, but there's a lot of dark stuff in it. Like there's a there's a lot of like you know it's that it's the nineties kid stuff where it's like there's a lot yeah. of death. I got a lot big of like, paranormal vibes when I saw the trailer. Yes, that's exactly it. Like it's okay. it's it's dealing it's dealing with like these heavier ideas, but not necessarily like too dark that it's not still like a magical adventure kind of thing. It but it's mm. it, it's it, there's like demons and hell and death and like it, it's very open about these things and like okay. and it's it's a cool movie. It's got like cool designs, you know, cool little cast, not like all the way solid performances, you know, mm. that the 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 person they get for the main girl is a little rough around the edges in terms of like voice acting so that's kind of the thing and like it's it's a solid movie like ultimately that's what it is it's a solid movie it's kind of perfect for netflix you know if you didn't check it out over the halloween holiday maybe you should check it around you know before the end of the year so you can see another good stop motion animation movie but like i think you're okay you know it's it's good it's it's solid. It's a fun little time, but not necessarily like fun either. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, I, it's I totally not, understand. You know, yeah, I got you. All right, the total yeah, work watch. It, you know. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like you know, it's okay. Like comparing it, it's not like Leica stuff. So it's like it's it's hard to compare. You know, because it's no Paranorman. It's no like Paranorman was like interesting right off the bat, and Wendell Wild it has those hooks, but at the same time like it, it's got a lot of ideas 
it says a lot. It's got a lot of cool things to say. It deals with a lot yeah. of darker subjects, but at the same time, it's like in terms of uh, uh, like, all right, so like, it's not better than Paranorman. You said right. It's not. Yeah. Is it better than Frankenweenie? Uh, yeah. It's better than Frankenweenie. Okay. It's better than a lot of these these ones you can toss away. It's it's not better than Coraline. So you know, there's, okay, cool. There's no in Coraline. Is it better I, than I Monster think, House? Hmm, that's a conversation that I did not expect. Okay, so (laughs) Monster House is dope. Like, Monster House is that kind of movie. I really like Monster House. Yeah, that like, it's animated, but it also feels like an 80s movie, right? It feels like it's very distinctly like like Goonies, right? It's the Goonies vibe. It's, yeah, I I think that was the intent behind it, right? Like, it. Yeah, because it gets so, it gets so serious and so like deep and dark at the end of everything when you, when everything is discovered about the house that like it leaves such a memorable like imprint. Right when yeah, it's all yeah. said and done, and an unexpected kind of turn of events too, because yeah. you start seeing it, it's like, oh, it's just the old man, you know, who doesn't like us on the property kind of stuff, and then everything starts unfolding. You're like, holy crap, man, this is yeah. actually really good. <laughs> yeah, Mo- Monster House is dope. Uh, you know, there's no comparison there, unfortunately. Like, Window Wild is solid. It's just like in Coraline. I, I think the best way to the to cap it off is that in Coraline, you were very distinct remember at least one scene you know if oh, you know it's the you know yeah it's i'm thinking I, about it's, here's a song about Coraline, right so yes you, you, you can yeah. auto, you can automatically pinpoint a scene in it where you're like okay here either the button eyes or the song about Coraline. you, you just distinctly remember one thing and wendell and wild it's tougher to do like it's tougher to pull out like one scene that instantly i'm like oh here's the scene where i show other people check out this movie it, it's uh, okay yeah it's, okay. it's cool like it's cool it's got a lot of cool ideas and like and in terms of like representation it's got it's got a cool little way of bringing that into you know cool. and like and there's some really cool visuals of course like in terms of stop motion it's got a lot of cool looking stuff in it you know there's there's um well before i crap it off real quick there's there's a nun who has like these secret powers that uh, like make her you know she like moves through the air earth and like a little puff of shadow right oh that's but cool. like yeah but it's cool seeing it in stop motion you know what i mean because she like you know yeah. they show her going into the ground and they show the little puffs and then like it like goes really fast or yeah. whatever and like and when she comes up it's super cool because it's like wow like this is all people doing this you know so like in that sense you know it, it never stops being like amazing in the but, production like, sense of everything because of just like you know just the stop motion of it all you know is yes. just absolutely amazing to this day yes. um, because just the like even though the movie might not meet expectations you just know the amount of work put into it and understand the quality of work and that at least is um visually appealing you know yes um, that's that's 100 yeah. percent it like the the emotions there the productions there it's just like to me the story didn't you know completely connect all cool. like you know it didn't completely hit and and that's yeah. not bad for like a, a netflix streaming movie netflix stop animation kind of thing we're we're getting a new one soon later this year with uh Pinocchio and Guillermo del Toro. Del Toro's so we'll Pinocchio, be, right? Yeah, yeah. So we'll have like a very we'll have a very clean comparison pretty soon. So um so by then, maybe by then check it out so you can compare yeah. the two. We'll we'll revisit this later. But um yeah. 
But Absolutely, yeah, that, that's folks. it for Wendell Wild. Yeah, that's it for Wendell Wild. So just uh, you can wait for it. You can go watch it if you're bored. But uh, next up in our feature presentation and the and the and the first feature solo presentation we've we've had for a while. Um, and this one for sure deserves the solo recognition itself. Um, it is a sequel to Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Um, yes. And it finally, we finally got it. We finally got the end of Phase Four on top of that with this movie. And honestly, um, for me, it's a definite pay for it. It was, it was awesome. It was a really solid flick. We talked about it off air, and we kind of scaled it off at like what eight and a half, nine. Um, yeah, and yeah, I, it's, I would um, agree. It's a yeah. really good movie. It's a really good movie, and I'm glad that it worked out. I'm glad I was not disappointed by this movie. Tex, what'd you think? Yeah, same here. Uh, I think we we went ahead and gave it the nine, you know, because just we give it the little bump, just, uh, you know, putting it out there, biases and all, right? Of like the the Black and Brown Alliance is in here. It's in the MCU. It's very strong. And like, and outside of that too, like even going away from all of that, right? Going away from all just like the the surface level stuff, like it's, it was a total pay for it. Like, um, yeah, if you're seeing all Absolutely. these Marvel movies anyway, you're seeing all these things. Definitely go check it out. Don't make this the one you skip. You know, like, yeah, no. Go, listen, yeah. the one you should have skipped was Eternals. You know what I mean? But yeah, we'll absolutely. break down Phase Four at the end of the Black Panther conversation because there's a lot to talk about. Um, right. First and foremost, um, spoilers ahead. If you haven't seen any of this stuff, yeah, we full, won't full spoilers. Um, We'll try and get to the good spoilers later on down the line if you haven't managed to skip yet. But um, just first and foremost, um, I have to say um, that I was a little disappointed with the CGI of the movie just to get that out of the way because that's one of my main gripes and pretty much Mm -hmm. my only gripe that that does – bump it down to that nine to that eight and a half right it's because it didn't look as good as endgame because endgame had so much going and you can see all the detail in um in in everything you know and that huge battle in both infinity war and in endgame and in in this same um aspect wakanda forever has the same thing has a lot going on but there are times where the cg does bring it down a little bit because it's not as as detailed and crisp as you would expect from a big marvel movie and i'm kind of surprised being that this is one of their one of their core members you know like one of their flagships um i wish they would have invested a little bit more time um into that cg but that being said other than that little gripe, man, I'm totally down. We um, specifically um, spoke about Shuri, right? Um, and Shuri is um, the Black Panther, as you guys all guessed by the trailers. They pretty much kind of revealed it before the, the movie even came out. And you know what? Like, I, I'm sold on her. I'm sold. I think she needs a little bit more work in terms of having that oomph, that leadership, you know? Um, she showed it near the end of the movie, but um, I think um, I think she's going to be all right, Tex, as a new Black Panther. I think having her in the way um, everything ended, right? Having her right. kind of away from Wakanda, having her just be, hey, this is sure she's the Black Panther. I'm going to go hang out in uh, in uh, in America right now, you know, with Riri. So, so like it, we have her away from the mantle, away from that political wakanda picture which um um i think was a it was and is a smart decision going forward 
because if you can just throw her anywhere she doesn't have to really be all the time in wakanda so you don't have to really go and spend all that cg budget oh let's go to wakanda real quick to see what shuri's doing no she's hanging out you know in the city right now with uh with she hulk or something you know what i mean like, like right. they managed to kind of put it in that aspect i think that's super smart because it just takes her away from all that unnecessary kind of political stuff that Wakanda always gets into because of vibranium. It's always going to be there in the background, but I like now that uh, they introduced her as a new Black Panther. Now they kind of just have her away from the political stuff and down on the street level. So I think she's going to be all right. I am. I was worried, Tex, um, about uh, how it was all going to play out. Um, And I think having the strong cast around there really helped out as well. What are your thoughts, Tex, on... uh, before we get into the the best part of it all, what are your thoughts on Shuri before we move on to the, right, the major right. comment? Um, so, like, uh, you know, leading into this, you know, one of our big things uh, and one of the things that you've brought up, too, on many occasions that I totally agree with is that, like, you know, she we she needed to become the main character. You know, it's she needed to essentially become the new Black Panther. Like, yes, yeah, exactly. she does get the mantle, but it's like Chadwick Boseman's very real loss. Like, those are some big shoes to fill in terms of a leading presence. You know, it's like Letitia Wright had to go from supporting to, like, being now this... I am, like, now she is the main character. And so that's kind of what the, the movie's about. Like, they, they work that into the movie of, like, yeah. Shuri needing to become this new main person that can stand on her own, like, quite literally, you know? So it's, in in that sense, like, it does that really well. And yeah. it, it does that to the point where now she's set up so far apart from the rest of Wakanda, the rest of her lineage, essentially, that now it's one of those things where it's like they can do whatever they want with her from now on. They yes, they exactly. can they can yep. either they can throw her into any of these shows, they can throw her into like any of these Avengers lineups. Like at this point too, it's kind of like you know how we've been getting all these young Avengers and stuff like that. Like we this movie gives us uh Ruby Williams, who you know we see become like this you know Ironheart person, and so Shuri kind of fits that bill too. Like she's she's young. Like yes, yeah, she's a little bit older but she's just young enough to where like if you maybe had her as the leader of these like group of young avengers that pops up that yeah. wouldn't be too too far outside of an idea you know it's like it, agreed like agreed. Sh- I can see shuri, that. like where it's like yeah shuri's actually done things and yeah like if you also have a group of and she is a Disney princess on top of that too, right? Yeah, so she, yeah. She does so, have that status in the background to give her that little that little oomph to leadership, right? Yeah, um, and, and character wise, the young yeah, cast as well. Yes, exactly. Like character wise, she is like the only real leader in a young group. If you do make a young Avengers group someday, there you go. She'd be a great person to just slot right in instead of like instead of throwing an old Avenger in there, instead of throwing like Clint Barton back in there. You know, it's like you could have like a younger-ish person playing off of them, but still being like, no, I'm the de facto leader here leading this team. So like but that's just one of the many ideas that they can go with. Like, you know, cause now yeah. as of the movie, you know, we see where she ends up. She can show up in Ironheart. She can show up in like Captain Marvel's, you know, two. Yeah. Who even knows? Right. Yeah. But that's, exactly. And they, they made her a utility to- player. Yeah. 
Yes, exactly. Great point. That's a, I was you took the words right out of my mouth. Then on top of that too, because of her status, and we know she has money, she can. You wouldn't question how she got to certain locations. Just like yo, she's yes there. You know, because she's of the tech there. behind her as well. It's like yo, she's gonna show up whenever she shows up. No one's gonna question that. You know, we know that she can get to a location if she wants to. Right. Right. Um, right. We saw that in Wakanda Forever. When she showed up in Haiti and when she showed up in uh, in the states and all that stuff, we know she can get to location. And um, that's one thing before before we move off of Shuri. Um, that's also why you can't be too hard on her as critiquing the movie because hate. Like you were like, it's hard to kind of immediately expect her to shoulder all that burden and that weight immediately. You know what I mean? Like right off the bat. Right. Um, and it, and uh, the movie, uh, the movie does take its time. Like that's the thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, it, that's also one of the big conversations around it. Right. It's the length of the movie. It's the pace of the movie. And yeah, it's Shuri, yeah, it's, it's a hefty movie. And like, and I don't blame someone at home for saying it's too long, you know, like, oh, you can shave off like 10, 15 minutes. My thing is where, right? That's, that's also my, my first instinct is where would you cut it? I mean, there are places yeah. where you can be more efficient, but like yes. in terms of straight out, straight out cutting material, I don't see it. Cause with Shuri, it's very deliberate that like it takes its time because we have to see Shuri yeah. become this new hero. This new Correct. complicated hero with layers in that, like, you know, she's not going to do the same things as her brother. She's she's not going mm-hmm. to be like as noble. She's not going to be a straight up hero. She's like, no, like making these young mistakes and bored out of rage. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah. She's uh, she's like uh, uh, she's like uh, she has a rage of the Punisher in her. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. like, um, it, uh, I love the fact that they brought in michael b jordan to uh, a reprise yeah. killmonger um yeah, big, so when shuri like, um yeah like big big spoilers like uh we, we yeah. like here's here's the here's the point where we're just gonna start like letting all of it go like you're right michael b jordan coming back was that was a good like good surprise like legit that like, was I, it, it, it was it was much needed because it needed yeah. again the loss of the status of someone like Chadwick Boseman, just in presence alone, you needed somebody that can also command that and and somebody yes. familiar as well. Great point. Um, yes. Killmonger killed it in the first. I think you ask anybody, they will agree that Killmonger was probably the best part of Black Panther and bringing him back and having him be the role that they decided to, you know, to actually go with. Because this is when Shuri first takes that uh, the heart herb right and yeah uh, and then she gets she, the strength she goes of the black the, panther yeah yeah she goes into this mystical land you know how in the first one t'challa saw his father and the past mm-hmm. kings and all this other stuff and shuri just so happens to see killmonger you know so yeah, that's is, um it's dope which right? was pretty dope and very unexpected yeah yeah and like it's so smart too because this movie works around the fact that they don't have bozeman in it you know, it's like they they find mm-hmm. they find yep. smart ways to not only address Bozeman's loss. So T'Challa in the movie, he you know he falls to a sudden illness. He you know, and they do drop hints throughout the movie that like he didn't tell anybody about it. Like the the real life Chadwick Bozeman. Yeah, you know he exactly he went down he went down like a silent king. You know, so yeah, like he did. yeah yeah, and so not only do they outright say that in this movie, but like at the same time they find so smart ways of like acknowledging his presence but also like working around the fact that they can't use him you know it's like there's no 
there's no CG Bozeman. There's no I like love that. By the way, there's no like C- there's no like panther that Shuri looks at and it's like, oh, that's T'Challa's spirit or something like that, right? Like, you yes. know what I mean? Like, there's no that's there's no hokey point. shit like that. Great point, Tex, and I I love that so much because I did in fact expect some kind of you know deep fake kind of T'Challa or some kind of yeah, because look at Star you know, Wars, right? Bozeman, it's a T'Challa <laughs> voice, right? So I definitely thought that was going to happen like they did with Star Wars, right? With Leia and with Grandma of Tarkin and all that stuff. And I definitely, definitely thought they were going to do something like that. And I'm so glad that they were so smart about it. And that's big kudos to Coogler because that's definitely yeah. him yeah. understanding the situation um, and, and knowing where he is and knowing the the impact that Bozeman left in this universe that hey how are you gonna address this without you know him even like being cgi'd into anything and i yeah. think they did a fantastic job yeah um, starting so, from the the funeral to showing yes. him like i love how you got his presence with the murals they got there it's like that was perfect because you yeah you the got marvel him. like the marvel logo this time the there's no oh fanfare God, yes. or anything it was like just silent dude and yes, like my whole yes. my whole theater was silent like it was like okay everyone knew that this was the moment of silence you know what i mean yeah, so it was. it's like absolutely very tasteful and, and well done by the way yeah, yeah and and then going back to that like using killmonger in shuri's little space like that's a good way of like smartly going around that like it's it's just all these ways of like working around that and like and the whole movie's about that you know the whole movie's about how like the supporting cast has to rise up in the face of this loss to like be these star players and it's a good thing too because you have like actual capital m movie stars in this movie you have you know who who could pull that off right yeah like angela bassett who finally gets to flex her muscles like after the first one like this is this is clearly like her movie you know like um, I hope I hope she gets a nod in some way like I don't you know I don't I don't watch the Academy Awards, but if you want to get me to watch, you give her that knob for this. Yeah. Just do it, Listen, right? Like uh, why she not? Was absolutely excellent. Her her whole thing in the um the UN was absolutely fantastic. I love the fact yes. that uh um they allowed her to just just flex Be, pretty right? much. Like, they, you know, they allowed her just, just go to in do, there and yeah, just clean yeah. on all these people. <laughs> just show them like, you know, how Stella got her groove back. You know what I mean? Yeah, word. Like, and if you go back, Bassett like it's funny. One of my coworkers was watching How Stella Got Her Groove back at um, uh, at work, and I'm like, "Damn, yo, she's so good! Like, she's just she, good. She's really know? been killing it from the beginning. So, Dude, like, for and she looks great, by the way. Um, and then I love the fact also, like, she had the other side of, of Queen Ramondra, right? Um, yes, yes. The the, the the side where she shows her natural hair, right? Like, yeah, she's the like mother broken. Like, yes, where she gets to be mother a side. mother and a person, you know. And yes, um, you're so right. And, and like, she was great. It plays it plays into like Rebe's story too, because now like she saves Rebe's life, like she gives up her own life to save. And mm-hmm. so now you yep. have Ironheart forever tied to Wakanda. You have it forever tied into like Wakanda Forever story, and like. It's this was a good showing, like for her final showing of like these Black Panther movies. Like it's it's good for Angela Bassett. Good, like good for her. Yeah, like, yeah, like what a she what a send down, off. Like, yeah, she went down fighting, you know. Um, yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, dude, what a great send off for her. Um, as you mentioned, 
Ariri is tied to Wakanda, which is which I also really like because it um it ex- it explains how she can get funded. You know what I mean? How she yeah. can you know in in the future have all this tech and and have all all these connections. So I'm glad um uh they had that connection there. And, and as we see at the end of all that stuff, they actually keep the iron, not the official iron heart suit, but the, you know, the mech suit that they built over there and they kept it in Wakanda, which, which I think is really smart. And it's not like just giving her this suit, like Spider-Man style, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, so um, uh, hopefully Disney plus does justice and gives us a good story there. But yeah, um, I mean, good for, good for uh, yeah. that young actress too. Like in terms Absolutely. of all these young yeah. actress debuts, yeah. like, these marvel has been absolutely killing it with all these we'll we'll get into the big new introduction here in a second but like uh, the preamble the preamble to this is that this casting still like who whoever is doing the casting for all these movies i don't know if it's feige i don't know if he's got like someone secret in his corner telling like actually picking these people but like Good on you. Good on you for Dominic yeah. Thorne, for Riri Williams. Great debut. Great. And then, of course, right? The, the main feature presentation of the feature presentation, right? <laughs> yes. The serpent god himself, right? Yes. Uh, Mr. Tina Cuerta, right? Who, who freaking just was fantastic. Namor, right? Um, (laughs) He he absolutely (laughs) stole the show. And I think that was also not a detriment to Shuri's performance or, uh, you know what I mean? Um, It it was more of a praise of Dina Cuerta's performance and how strong he was as just a presence in every scene he was in, whether he was, you know, showing his heel side or whether he was showing his baby face side. Like he just... (laughs) Yep. own the scenes with all the characters involved um whether it, like it's those scenes where he just came really close to them you know and just kind of whispered yeah. in their ear like yeah, that like was the, just so brilliant the scene where uh ramonda like calls him out and like he's just on the beach just like stare it's like no wonder that one's in all the trailers right because it's like when you get the full context of the scene it's like holy <laughs> it's like no yeah. this dude this dude is a king and so what's great about Namor is that he's instantly like that T'Challa energy right off the bat, but just with an edge. Yes. Like it's like this yes. is you you buy right off the back that this guy has a whole kingdom on his back and you buy that immediately and from like the second he like sneaks up on them he's like oh this air is so pristine and he's so, like he, he you know he's so overconfident in his like his personal yeah. introduction right Where yeah he's it's like, like oh, he's this- out on a stroll you know it's like oh hey what's yeah. up oh by the way um uh, just to give you a heads up uh this happened um was that you can you help us out with that real quick nah yeah right, no problem yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll see you in a bit all right he goes back in the water but it's just <laughs> awesome like honestly they did a fantastic job i can't really think of a such a an introduction for a character like that because honestly it's it's the name more from the comic books is such an aquaman kind of style of a character that right. you know the the big change by making it like a mexican a descent uh it's absolutely like brilliant like it just yeah works. and like the Man, whole story works. is that like they were they were mutated like through this you know, vibranium flower kind of like heart herb style so like yes. that's the other thing too there are so many like parts of the story that like mirror wakanda you know the the 
They yep. have the they have the vibranium. They have the heart herb. You know, they you know they had to form a new society to run away from like colonials. You know, so it's yes. like they had to and run and away from the, the Spanish. That, you know, so like that they showed like, hey, like you know, we've had this before. You guys, like we've known about this. Like this is not just exclusive to you. Like please, like don't think you guys are special. And then that's what Wakanda thought this entire time. I yeah. love how they reacted to like, holy shit, like I, we've never faced people who, who have vibranium before. We've never like – like I love the urgency of the fact that like, hey, like this wasn't supposed to happen. You know what I mean? Right, so yeah. they – the severity level is definitely on the rise over there and, and I love how that was portrayed. I love the fact that um, they spent a good amount of time in um, Dalokan, right? Uh, the underwater yeah, city. You know what? Uh, you know what, though, awesome. Arturo? Like some people complain that that part is when it drags and i personally I, don't see it right cuz it's I like i mean it's it's a new it, it's it's what a do you expect right new environment yeah. Yes, and you know, like um, this is this is the MCU building, right? Like this is the the world building that everybody wants. This is the we're literally getting a place that's going to play a big role in like the MCU, right? Like people are complaining about that, but they're going to sit through like three hours of freaking Avatar: The Way of Water. <laughs> are you kidding and me, like, dude? And how much you want to bet that big glowing sun? That's a big glowing object. There's there's no way that, that doesn't play into has something, to be right? Something <laughs> about that, yeah. Because even because even the the actual like temple itself looked very kind of um, spaceshipy. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, this like is, very yeah, alien. So there's, there's no there's way. There's tons, no dude. no way. It's, yeah, it's not fair. You cannot say. Uh, we spent too much time here. We spent the same amount of time in Wakanda in part one and even the same amount of time in Wakanda in part two. And we saw the beauty in Wakanda in part one, in Infinity War, in, uh, in, in, in Endgame and all that stuff. Right, you know what I mean? Yeah. We've seen yeah. Wakanda. Like we've been aware of the beauty of this place. And honestly, I think that's one thing that probably could have been trimmed a little bit. Or there's this very vast landscape shot showing us the beauty of this and that. It's like, okay, we get it. It's gorgeous. But at the same time, you have to spend the time with Dalokan. You know what I mean? If you are going to introduce this brand new environment with this serpent god king, it'd be great to know where the fuck he came from, you know? <laughs> yes. And this is, yes. And this is, is exactly what we get because um, they put him in a status of god. And so like, hey, he, he has like all these people and he goes hey i have way there's i have way more people like behind me than you do in your in your little wakanda here you know yeah wakanda like, to them is just a city you know like dalokan is dalokan to them you know yeah dalokan is the ocean like that's the thing yes. right it's like yes I, that's why i don't get the complaints outside of like maybe they're in bad faith you know, it's like, you know, maybe it's because you don't like what Dalokan looks like or is, you know, and it's hard for me not to think that way, right? Because it's like, no, yeah. this, that's the part where I was most interested in. Like, I wanted to find out more about Namor. Like, this is when people started saying, oh, like, uh, many of the reviews I've seen, like, this is where it drags. This is where I'm well, like, listen, no, like, but, but we no, need but his origin story, right? That's like, poppycock, we, bro, because, like, listen, without uh, without Chadwick Bose, this movie was going to happen have its challenges right yeah they brought in this new character here where they thought they thought correctly in my opinion that hey this guy's gonna be mage here yeah you're right we can anchor in a lot of like a lot of the stuff on like we have because they knew it's like i go back to um uh, 
to Letitia Wright. You know what I mean? She's not, to me, she's not a leading actress. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like you can put everything on her directly at this very moment in time and let her kind of take the reins. She had a lot of help. Uh, Lupita um, did a great job around her as well as Mbaku's character. I forgot his um, his name, um, as well as Angela Bassett. So she had this this cast of characters around him, um, around her, including, you know, Tina Cuerta as Namor, which honestly, that was the, like, that was what kind of held everything in place until Atisha Wright was ready to kind of take that, that role. You know what I mean? Like, right. it, it was showing a leader until she can become a leader. You know? Yeah. It, this was essentially another part one. Like this was, this yes, was Namor's yes, origin. Another origin this story, is, as you mentioned. Yep. Is, Namor's origin story, Shuri's origin story, Mbaku's too, really, because now now Mbaku's going to take over as Wakandan king. So Mbaku like, wants to be king. Yeah, yeah I can't wait for so, that. But which, so, again, another great support piece in this whole movie because they knew that this had to be, as you mentioned, this ensemble kind of piece where everyone had to, had to kind had to of rise up, rise up yeah. and and do their thing, you know, and. Uh, and the addition of Namor into the MCU, folks, it's gonna be mage because yeah, you guys it know feels, it feels big already. Yeah, like yeah, absolutely, right? Like absolutely, because that was my thought. My thought next was like, what do you? Where does he come back? You know, what do you do with him? And because he's such like a, he's tied into Wakanda, yeah, but also anyone who who messes with the ocean will get his yes. attention, right? So yes, yes, and also remember his existence was never really put on um on broadcast there to like you know the fbi or any of those people like that so they're still hidden they um they that was one of the first things that amort said it's like hey if you tell anybody about us (laughs) we're gonna kill you (laughs) and and legit like everyone took that super seriously you know because they they had chances to be like hey listen there's this underwater kingdom guy they they're like, no, can't tell you, or I'm gonna kind of die here. So I'm glad they kind of hey, stuck to their guns there, and and, and we the same, still have that on the background in the MCU. Yeah, and at the same time, I'm glad he sticks to his word and straight up kills who needs to be killed. Like, oh, the whole the yes. line of like bury your dead, mourn them. I, you know, I'll be back in a week to finish the job. Basically, <sighs> is like that <sighs> is that is so brutal stuff, brutal, right? Man, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's good. God, like. Like evil god, evil king shit, you know. Yeah, just he's like dominant, bury you your know? dead, mourn, mourn your families, and I'll, yeah, I'll be back in a week. Yeah, like, it's like I'll be back to finish the job. I, I'm I'm a little tired. It's it's like ah, oh, guys, I'm hungry. Let's um, let's get out of here real quick and get a bite to eat the chilies, and then we'll come back and you know and just mess them up again, dude. It's it's it was awesome. Um, and as you mentioned, he was a man of his word. He was a man of action. Like, and that was what was very impressive about the character itself and the fact that when he was on screen and he was talking to you, it's like, Hey, like just pay attention because Dude, and this is like, yes, this is it, it, shit's going to happen, you know? Dude, and even his attendants too, like Atuma and Namora, like even in any other movie, they would have just been henchmen that got like killed off in their own little side battles or whatever. But no, not only are they both alive, but they both had their mm-hmm. own like personalities too. You know, like, Yes. Like Atuma and and Okoye had their whole movie thing, you know, where they were like, you know, uh, where they fought a bunch of times. Yes. And then they they respected each other as warriors. You know, Amora like, was impressive because behind every you know st- you know strong man, there's an even stronger woman. She was, yes. she was like, yo, we gotta we gotta beat these guys out. And he was like, yo, relax. 
Yeah, relax, right at the end of the cake, movie, you know? like the big, the big, <laughs> like Zeus said, oh, relax, baby cake, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, like the- you know, she was like, yo, why aren't we out there? Why are we like slaughtering them? I want their heads. Like they killed one of ours. Let's go. Yo, dude, um, I can't wait for them to expand on this. Um, um, as you guys know, you know, Fantastic Four and Namor have been attached by the hip for a very long right. time because Namor oh, always dude. wants to hang out with Sue. So yeah, Sue Storm um, is in trouble. what happens with that, right? Sue, Sue Storm is in trouble with this number one. Oh, Jesus. boy. Yo, we we got to see who they cast. <laughs> we we got to see who they cast. Be like, can you compete versus Namor, you know, versus no, Namor? No, like, ah, no, you're in trouble, my man, you know? Yo, um, if it's, but if it's John sense, Krasinski, text. dude, if it's John Krasinski again, dude, nah, no, no chance. You got no chance, especially <laughs> especially when when Namor comes out of the water. Yeah, when like, he comes out all for battle, all wet yeah, and shit. All, it's like, let's yeah. do this with his chest puffed out like a yeah. penguin. You know, let's do this. You know, oh, yeah, I love it, man. I love it, and I really, really um, I am very curious, Tex, what they're gonna do with him. Um, yeah, because he's I mentioned also another. Uh, he's also another utility player, right? Where it's he's like also a mutant. Right, and, yes. and he says it as well. You know, yes. like, hey, I'm a mutant, and I'm, and I'm like, oh my god, here we go. You know, <laughs> so um, a lot of things are on the horizon. As I mentioned before, Wakanda Forever is the end of Phase Four. Yes. Um, it uh, it comes off, um, it, it wraps up in a neat little package. Yeah, um, and in, it, it in a lot off, of ways, it finishes off very strong. Yeah, yeah, like by sending out, like by doing one final tribute to Bozeman, and by giving him like T'Challa too, by giving him one final goodbye. It's like a goodbye yeah. to the phase, you know. It's like okay, this is, yeah. this is where things are really going to start moving forward. This was the yeah. the final little emotional thing that everybody needed, and to be like okay, yeah. here we and, go. And, text, and to your point, real quick, um, T'Challa. The character T'Challa was the last one attached to like that original set of Avengers, you know, to that original uh, Phase right. One, Three cast. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, uh, yeah. The Endgame cast. You know, because um, they're all kind of not there anymore. Yeah. Um, Strange now, is the only one hanging out in the back, and but Strange does strange things, so he'll yeah, be out and about off world. Yeah, you know? he's in his dark dimension, <laughs> whatever. And then yeah, and then so, now um, now we have even a new T'Challa. Like there's a they, yes. So so for people asking. Junior. Yeah, for people crying about like <laughs> recasting him or whatever, but there you go. Like in a couple of years, they'll just time jump him and be like, oh, "Okay, he's old enough to be like a, a Black Panther Junior now." So like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, uh, there's a lot of things. Um, and this ended in a uh, this phase four. Um, it started off a little slow, right? Um, right. but it ended strong. So yeah. So that being let's- said. <laughs> yeah right. That being said, let's let's wrap up this whole episode, this conversation with uh, a look back at Phase Four and a quick ranking. Because, like you said, Phase Four it started off rough, but through it we realized you and I have talked about this a lot of times. Where it's like this is the status quo. This is the rebuilding yep. period. This is the time in between huge events. Right. This is. We yes. needed the issue ones. We needed all the issue ones, all these new series, right? We needed new Black Panther Shuri, issue one. Namor, issue one. We needed the um, She-Hulk, issue one. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's- again, we needed um, a, a new set of heroes, right? Because yes. we lost all the heroes from from the first three phases, you know? So now, like, you know, using Disney+, Plus, 
um, as an avenue as well as their movies, they've built up this new roster um, of uh, of characters to um, you know t- to get yeah. to know and to get to love. It's quite literally a different MCU. Like this whole Phase Four has been about expansion, like in the movies themselves, in the stories themselves, but also in terms of the projects. We've had like tons of other projects. We had now yep. TV shows in the mix, and now we're heading. Now here is where things start. So we're gonna rank the movies here because it's just easier to do. There, there are a ton of oh yeah, like, we're, yeah, TV we're, not, shows. we're not touching the shows. Yeah, <laughs> there we're are a ton of TV shows. shows. There are like so yeah. The best thing to do is just to go Theatrical over the releases. Movies. We found out you and I like talked about this beforehand, but yes, we, we, actually, yes, we did. We found out yeah. we have a uh, quite the similar list. So yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll just kind of unite them, right? So we'll start. We'll start at the bottom. Uh, both of our choices was Eternals. Uh, yes. <laughs> I mean, only because of a um, a lack of connection to everything else, and just kind of a lack of understanding of what yeah. it was needed from them. You know? Yeah. It's it's not only lack of connection, but lack of interesting stuff. On its own, right? Like it's lack of everything in that movie. Yeah, like lack of being interesting <laughs> on its own. And you know, whoever likes Eternals, good on you. I'm glad you enjoyed it, but we'll That's see where that wild. goes. <laughs> yeah. that. At least, at least it's there for you. You know, go watch yeah, that. Uh, second to last in, uh, let's see, out of like seventh, I believe, right? Yeah. Uh, so uh, six out of seven, sixth place, Thor: Love and yes. Thunder. So unfortunately, right, man, we really wanted this one to be kind of cool because of what the uh, uh, because of Lana Lee Portman coming back and, the, yes. you know, and all that stuff. But it was it was just a bit too much, you know, yeah. um, a, a I'm bit good too on much. Th- like it's so like it's so rough. Like I'm good on Thor movies. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I don't want to see a Thor Agreed. five. Like if you bring him back, make it just ensemble. Like I don't want to be yeah, his ensemble back, just- either, you know. Yeah. Just make him the big gun, you know, like who, yeah. who shows up. Hey, listen, we need help. I, I, I know it's somebody off world and Captain Marvel brings in Thor or something. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Make him on a nearby yeah, planet. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause I don't want, yeah. I don't want to see his extended cast play off each other either. You know, it's, it was that, like, it left that bad of a taste it, on my mouth, dude. Like, it was too much text. It was yeah. too much, too much too soon and just too much too much you know right anyways we move on at number five um uh we put down uh black widow yes um as as the movie there um we thought it was entertaining um there are some scenes there especially at the end which were just kind of there just for the fodder of it all but um um i thought it was a good outing for uh for scarlett johansson and i wish they would have released this kind of you know in the middle of everything and not at the end after she died in freaking endgame yeah and and that's why it's so (laughs) so low on the list because in terms of like enjoyment it's like oh like i'm glad you gave us florence Pugh's elena but like yes as as we've already seen in like hawkeye and stuff like that we're gonna like her in other projects you know so yes. it's like we're gonna like her more in other things so do we give it all the credit here and that's why it's like close to the bottom of the list unfortunately and then it's it sucks like, too because like we get some more solid you know you know widow from johansson and i'm like damn i want to i want to kind of see more of you you know that's it yeah from scarlett johansson <laughs> yeah. yeah so but, but then she's dead so we, yeah and then yeah. we move on <laughs> exactly so moving on to fourth place is shang chi and the legend of the ten rings 
Uh, Shang-Chi started out phase four, good way. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a good little reintroduction to Marvel. It was a good way to pass up Endgame because it's like, oh, Shang-Chi's clearly at the center of like the rookie in the new whatever Avengers lineup we're going to get. But as phase four went on, we were like, oh, there are going to be a lot of rookies in the Avengers. Yes. And they're all going to be rookies. <laughs> yeah. Except for freaking uh, Captain America, who's Falcon now. <laughs> Right. So like, except for Falcon who's Captain America. Yes. Yes. Vice versa. Scratch that. Reverse it. Right. Uh, but yeah, like in terms of the scope of everything else, like Shang-Chi as a movie, fight scenes were cool, but then it's like, then you had that. Uh, the act three like giant cg monster and it's like yeah with the dragon and stuff like that it gets really out there and and, and, yeah uh, you know what though for a character i had no clue about they made me actually enjoy it and actually like the character so yeah kudos to that but um uh um it does um get a little wacky at the end um but i do like the fact that it, it seems like you know wong pulled him into something like off the bat pretty much so um yeah, can't because wait to see of the power of the 10 rings and stuff he's going to be involved heavily um yeah. and that's that's pretty dope um so yeah. what moving on to what is it number four uh no that was number four so moving on to three uh dr number strange three. and the multiverse of madness that that was yes. both our number three because uh it, it was fun i love yeah it. I like enjoyed that's it, it's literally. honestly it right like it's just yeah. fun like Sam Raimi, Sam man, Raimi did he, a, a yeah. great job with the movie. Um, he he made it dark, but still made it fun. You know, it wasn't all brooding. It wasn't uh, the Batman. You know what I mean? Right. Um, it was uh, uh, a Doctor Strange who is now aware of alternate universes and of different stuff. And it was just really well done. The practical makeup was great, especially on the Zombie Strange. Yeah, um, we got introduced to America Chavez, and she's gonna be great. You know, she's another young actress uh, uh, another part of their young roster you know yeah. we got more involvement from wong officially in everything yeah. you know we got elizabeth olsen who got to like go go ham with it and yes just, we got crazy like, house of m wanda yeah like it was it was just a fun movie and in terms of like stacking it against the other ones it's like well which one did we have more fun with right and it was it was obviously doctor yes. strange yeah so yeah. uh so Moving on to the top two. So this is where you and I are still debating. You and I are still debating this because like. Yes. But ultimately, I do agree with you. Ultimately, I do agree. But we we are like, I will put an asterisk next to like, yeah, yeah, We, we clash <laughs> we because uh, I really, really think No Way Home was the best flick on this phase four roster. Tex argues that Wakanda forever. So Tex. Um, why Wakanda Forever? What is it about Wakanda Forever that surpasses No Way Home for you? And I'll tell so, you why No Way Home surpasses Wakanda Forever for me. Okay, so I know, like, I know it's tough, like, arguing because it's like, oh, is it recency bias? Oh, because I just saw it. It's immediately in my head. But I think in terms of what it's able to accomplish in terms of like i also give it the credit for like existing and that's you know Mm -hmm. it's it's kind of like a small miracle that they were able to not only recover from bozeman's real death but like recover from the lack of these this t'challa character who you and i said on many occasions before his passing that like he would have been the next avengers leader like he was already him versus freaking lee majors like like face to face back and forth man dude him him versus versus... now mord would have been absolutely 
Oh my god, yeah, dude! T'Challa, um, so no that more, fuck, yeah, T'Challa. Yeah, that's a great Kang. point. That's exactly yes. what they were missing. Like, like that's such um. You're absolutely right, Tex. Like that is a fucking miracle that this so thing even came out as successful and, as it did. Yeah, not only that, but it was it was at the height of the pandemic, and you also had Letitia Wright, who was very who made some like anti-vax comments, like from early and she on. Also, she also I think broke her leg or some thing right yes or, so or like other. There, um, there were just there were a lot of signs in the universe saying that hey this is probably a bad idea that you're rolling with but the fact that they reworked the story to make it work so well as well as it does you know and to me namora's introduction is so like phase four like this is like yes yeah, a mage yeah yeah this this feels like phase four this is like the the cap of like this is a string of introductions and we got the biggest they saved the best for last right they, this is yeah to me that's why like yeah recency bias and all that but like to me that's why i felt i walked out of there and i was like that felt good this was complete yeah. This was like, I, like, yeah, length or whatever. I was like, I had an experience in that. But, yeah. but also in the same vein, Arturo, I, I'm totally going to understand where you're coming from too, right? With, uh, with No Way Home. I mean, listen, No Way Home, um, aside from like what the 20 year story that was told in it, um, yes. um culminating in, in gathering Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield into the same movie at the same time in the same scenes, you know, talking to one another, which again, that's a miracle as well. Um, yes, yes, uh, be, because every that was like, no, they're not gonna do that, and because of all the because of Fox and Sony and all that stuff, they definitely pulled that off in a way where it was fucking just awesome yeah and um, me, me in particular text oh sorry it's the only multiverse no, 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 movie finish, finish, finish. no no it's the yes. it's the multiverse movie the only one we get in phase four really because multiverse of yes. madness yeah yeah some of it but this was the one that was like all that hype around multiverse and, and we got it just at the jump here you know i mean yes. all the way throughout you know <laughs> yes. um uh but honestly man it's just the performances of um of Tom Holland, um, Tom Holland, and as well as uh, as Willem Dafoe, who came back as Green Goblin, he was just absolute like heel. Um, I love the fact that they were able to just, hey, what do we do for a bad guy here? You know what I mean? Because like, how are we gonna just top anything we've done? Because he's been attached to freaking Thanos, right? <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean, yeah. So, um, like, hey, so they brought back this the rogues gallery from the previous ones including the actors um and it was again it's just an amazing feat that they made this production happen and just the performance of tom holland um after he loses aunt may and he's just as spider-man alone was as yes. honestly i think is in, in, in wakanda forever the strongest performance performances obviously are from namor and from bassett you know what i mean yes uh, and after that, it, it trails off as an ensemble kind of playing off each other. Here, like Tom Holland fucking leading man that shit the entire way. And it was impressive. It was impressive because I didn't think I'd be able to enjoy him more as Peter Parker than I did um, after this movie. Yeah. Um, and, and it it's – yeah, go for it. Yeah. So, no, no. So, ultimately, I do concede, like, No Way Home does get – our official top spot in phase four, not only because, yeah, it, it, it is a miracle in the other sense of the word in what it's able to do, but also it's just hard to compete with the finale. 
like it's a finale that's also a, a part uh, a part one of like a bigger story right so it's yes. much like Wakanda Forever is a part one but also a finale mm-hmm. No Way Home is that but also carries the weight of 20 years and three movie Spider-Man franchises it gives them all closure it gives Tom Holland closure but also starts something new and for that I do concede, like as much as like as much as I was like, <laughs> no, no, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> it's the 2021 winner uh for uh for best movie in the Goldies, right? Yes. Um, so uh, it's so you know it, it's it's definitely it's, if you rewatch it now, yes, it is a long, but I think it still holds. Yeah, um, it just, in terms it, of just you know just going just, through the whole thing, yes. it's like man, this is pretty good. And and it's just it, what it's able to do. Like for the same as much as I give Wakanda Forever credit for what it does, I have to do the same for No Way Home. Like I have to be real and I have to be like, no, it was able to do just as much, but also gets to the benefit of being a character we followed for a long time already. So there we go. That's yes, that's a, <laughs> that's our face that rankings, said, everybody. Yeah. Um, go watch Wakanda Forever out in theaters now. It's a pay for it. If you can watch it on IMAX, do. I was looking for IMAX showtimes. There was none available, surprising, but supposedly it was filmed for IMAX. And if you can witness some of this action in IMAX, I you know, highly recommend it. Um, hopefully the CG looks a little better on those screens. But folks. Thank you so much for listening. This has been episode 130 of the Morgan Official Course Free Podcast. I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face. With me always is Mr. Nick Valdez. And a big shout out to Mr. Glenn Rowski for the music, Mr. Del Virus for the artwork. A big shout out to you guys for listening. We have 129 of these things for you guys in the archive. Um, and they're all there for you all the time. So please like, subscribe, comment, share as much as you like. Also find us on YouTube. We are um, live uh, or live adjacent, I should say, every Thursday at 420 on Twitch, on, on Twitter Live, on Facebook Live, on YouTube Live. Uh, and go drop a comment. Go review us. Um, we highly appreciate you guys. Find us on all your podcasting stream uh, locations. And um, and also, you know, rate, subscribe, like, all that good stuff. And remember, folks, please, always remember, it is a scary world out there, but we are here to absolutely walk you through it. 